thinker, and I just don't. It's um, I get it, but we're, we're just people create morality out of their strengths, and some people use their weaknesses to like try to flip it around. And I think that the power structure has been set up like in a, in a very historical way, like evolution. I mean, before all this civilization and bullshit and like liquor stores and cars and um, these phones and these recording devices, like we were just walking through the woods, right? Talking about people. <laughs> Talking about people. <laughs> I mean, and if somebody came up and you needed protection, it's going to be the man that does that, right? But like he's more physically powerful the most of the time. Yeah, was, we were built that way. Like in a scientific way. Like, yeah. like objectively, yeah. Yeah, we're built that way. Totally. And it, part of what gets me upset about the patriarchy thing is within the argument of the patriarchy, there's this idea that the Western culture that white man has created, you know, and I'm using that term in scare quotes, like, because that's like, like this is all created by privileged white men and we want a piece of it now, basically. Um, and I think I would take a step back from even that and go a little bit further back and say, how are y'all so sure that what we've created is <laughs> good and right? Like, like you want you want entry into this system that, if you ask me, I personally think for the most part it's bullshit. You know, you see all these well, people what, like, what is what do people consider good and right? Let's take career as an example. I work well with concrete examples. Your browbeat since you're a kid that a career is what you need and you need to focus on your career and you need to um, basically your whole mode of existence and reason for being is to contribute economically to the world. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, of course. Like um, you, you have to do your part. Yeah, absolutely. And I like to take a step back from that and say I, I don't think that's exactly right. Like we need to, to do what I mean ultimately what we want to do, what we yeah. feel like we need to do, what we're inspired to do, but we've created this entire system and uh, I think it devalues the individual, ultimately, like we're all just cogs in a machine and I think people are starting to feel that way, like you have this oligarchy, yeah. like this corporate oligarchy that we're all subservient to and we need to find our way. But you don't think, you don't think things are changing? You don't think that people are trying, they're like picking up on that? That's why we have, um, it's why we have side gigs, you know, like people are, people are really getting into other projects. Like, I don't know, a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's just the fact that like, we're talking about this right now. Supplementing, supplementing income or something. It's more a matter of meaning to me. Like, yes, that's, like, that's it, what I mean. This is meaningful to me. Like sitting here, having a conversation with you. Like, I love talking to you. I love eating in my car. I love eating in your car, this bland chicken breast, which we can talk about how chicken breast is the absolute boringest food. Why, why do people prefer white meat? Like they're fucking crazy. It's dry. Like if you don't want it to dry, you have to like do some magical incantations to hydrate it. I will always take the dark meat over white meat. It's the only right choice. Oh, what is this? You see what I mean? Like you just can't drive normally in this town <laughs> without being surprised by some bullshit. Construction equipment. <laughs> just a, I guess I should have seen it coming. There's a... <laughs> 
Earth was right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Freddie just too. encountered, after trying to go around a crane as an obstacle in the middle of a road, two traffic barrels I, going down an alley. I took a left turn into an alley, which was going to lead to the street that I wanted to get on. And lo and behold... Was that mine or yours? That was mine. We do that every single time. If we see a trash can, we stop. It's like, like Uber trash cans. Oh, yeah. Here, dude. It's got some juice on the plate, though. Is that okay? Let's make sure. It's... It's one of those black plastic bags. Here's <laughs> your copy of Debbie Does Dallas. <laughs> we even had discreet packaging. <laughs> Did you say Debbie Does Dallas? I'm, I'm an 80s kid, man. That was like, you said that, everybody knew you were talking about the bad stuff. Hey, have, you seen, have you seen it? Probably. <laughs> I, I can't remember it. That shit was filmed in the 80s. Right, like, right. Like, this was this was the person behind me that followed me into the alleyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, some people are into like uh, what do they call it? Like retro retro porn. <laughs> I mean, are, they, are they into it? Like, like people are into certain things in the categories in porn, or are they into it like a collector? Like, no, 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 it's not like some artisanal shit. It's like, <laughs> I think they're just into it. Like, maybe it's the sepia filters or some shit, or like, um, so I, <laughs> like, you know, I think it's its own category on Pornhub. <laughs> I guess I'm probably giving too much information, but, um, so I, I thought, like, you know, there's dudes out there beating off to, like, <laughs> <laughs> Somebody that is like 80 years old They might not even be alive anymore And that's just weird to me You know what I time love? Time jump I love that I intro the first episode With saying that The two reasons I brought you onto the podcast <laughs> Was one Because I'm not that interesting And that's true And two You're much more articulate than I am mm. And you're over here Talking about dudes beating <laughs> off The sepia filters <laughs> I mean, what do you expect? Like, this is exactly what I expected. <laughs> you know what? This is the worst jacket to wear during a podcast. You could <laughs> your windbreaker. My windbreaker—it's breaking Sound wind like... all over the airwaves. <laughs> I should have taken this shit. Yeah, I mean, you can take it off. Well, take I'm... that shit off. Uh, I don't want to. I would. I would do it. Yolo. <laughs> A, yeah, I like to live on the edge, man. Now, when I get back to the office, I can say, "Man, I lived through <laughs> Freddie disrobing in his car while driving me and talking." You guys have to stop running like that. He's gonna hurt himself, <laughs> flailing around like that. You know, I, I love seeing heavy people run. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have a, a view on this that surprises you. Do you know why? Why? Because whether. I'm gonna try to take the shit off real quick. <laughs> you can pull over, man. I can I can throw away my string cheese wrapper. No, I'm That's super talented. Way. Look at this. All right, we've got. Here, do you want me to hold it for you, or yeah, you yeah, want to yeah, do this yeah. on your? All right. I might as well take advantage of the oh, fact that oh, you're here. Oh, I'm pulling. I this it. is impressive. <laughs> got it. Um, yeah. Let me tell you why I enjoy it. I use the word enjoy. I don't enjoy it. It's not like I stop and watch them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, babe, you want to go watch some fat people run down Broadway? <laughs> no, I like it because it, it it motivates me. Because I see them and I say, 
if they can do it, I can do it. Because I hate running, running on a treadmill. All that shit to me is super boring and I have a hard time doing it. So when I see somebody heavier than me running, I, I take it as like motivation. And I don't know if it's like their first day and they're gonna give up like right after that moment. Or it, it's, <laughs> you know, it could easily be like they lace up their shoes. If it's a consistent really habit, <laughs> whether right. it's just like you're witnessing like or the one time in their life that they had enough like grit and gumption and yeah. motivation to like put on the clothes and go outside. Or or maybe they maybe they were even heavier and they're like there's a ton of progress there. It doesn't matter. The point is they're out there and they're actually doing something and they're doing more than me. And that I always say that to myself because a lot of people will make fun of like heavier people in the gym or running and I think that's bullshit I hate that uh, no I, I agree completely with you on this when I see people out running or, or weightlifting whatever like we're surrounded so, by so many people that oh, don't shit, take man. action yeah I almost died and it wasn't when you were disrobing or running into a crane <laughs> <laughs> or traffic barrels it's been quite an adventure I love it it's, it, we're surrounded by so many people that talk about stuff And I remember when you actually took action on making this podcast I think my first comment to you was that You know, essentially I was extraordinarily proud of you for taking action on something Because when people talk about their dreams And this goes back to like the patriarchy culture just conversation that we had earlier we're all stuck in kind of this rat race in a way we all want to break free like and more and more people are starting to see that you know that with the popularity of tim ferris and i'm sure you know who that is right like the four-hour work week i figure you know exactly who he is then i think people are like opening up to this and understanding that they don't want to just be like these drones like i mean it's kind of like a beehive right like the majority of us are drone bees that are going and collecting pollen while the queen sits on the throne and you know gets mated with or whatever it's, it's kind of special to see somebody that will allow themselves to be vulnerable enough because it takes a lot of vulnerability, right? Like to start this podcast, to start running when you're a heavy person, to go to the gym when you're a heavy person, um, because, you know, people are judging that. I mean, yeah. I mean, for the podcast, the whole point is to judge it. So, you know, that's a different level. But I mean, we all understand humans and like the heavy people running know that there's a lot of people out there laughing at him. Exactly. And that, damn, that takes courage. a lot of courage. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. No. And so I love it when I see it. And I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that you compared me to a fat person running <laughs> with starting the podcast because that's what this is all about. This is something that I wanted to do for a long time. And I mentioned in the, in the first episode that I have like 30 of these episodes to clarify they were sort of like my audio diary, you right. know, like, and one of the reasons why I started doing it was one to document like daily thoughts because I had such a crazy commute. I thought it would be a, a productive way to spend my time on the road, but also I wanted to work on my articulation. I wanted to work on like my storytelling. And I thought that that was a good way of doing it. And going back and listening to myself sucked. I hated hearing my voice. I'm not too fond of it now, but I'm, I'm much more comfortable with it. And I, I'm much more comfortable speaking on different subjects, different topics now, even because before I was talking to a fake audience. My point is I had been, I had been working towards doing this. And while a lot of people actually talk about it, it's hard to put yourself out there. I just shared the first episode with a few of my friends and 
I'm nervous to, right. hear, to hear what they're going to say. Like, yeah. I really am. Like, you know, I know I shouldn't care, but that's not realistic. You know, people, you, you're going to care. You, yeah, you put your heart and soul into something and think it's good or, or great, at least a viable product, you know? Right. And um, if they come back and say no, it's rejection, right? It's like the reason guys won't approach women. It's the reason why people won't apply for that job. But and that's why I'm saying I love that that courage to be able to look past that and say, you know, I'm going to do it anyway because the alternative sucks. The alternative is not being true to yourself. The alternative is talking to a fake audience. Hey, that's a good point. It's that's talking a really to good a point. And while I felt like I was actually productive, I wasn't. I wasn't really doing it. I didn't post it anywhere. I didn't share it with anybody because I was worried about getting judged. Right. The only way you're ever going to make shit happen is by overcoming that. And that goes for everybody. Um, Do you think that as I share the podcast with people and now that it's actually public and published, do you think that the people that we know will judge us based off of um, like our relationship? For example, I share it with people. You share it with people. Do you think that they're going to look at this and be like, Freddie sucks? Like your people would say, like, Freddie sucks. Um, or do you think that they're going to be listening to you more? Like, that's the question. That was a really tangled slinky of a question. <laughs> let, me, let me untangle it. For, yeah. um, my question is, do you think as our friends collectively listen to this, do you think that your friends are listening to you? And do you think that my friends are listening to me and judging us kind of separately? Absolutely. I mean, I, I would think so, but I, I don't, I, I mean, I think there's two dimensions to it. Like there's going to be kind of the vibe of, of the show that we'd want to get across. Uh, like there's an overall vibe that I think, I don't think we're consciously creating it, but it will be created, right? It's like finding a voice, like artists always talk about, like writers specifically, I always wanted to be a writer, uh, need to find their voice, which is basically just the vibe that they present to um, their audience. Sure. And, and it's unbeknownst to them a lot of the time. Like they just, it feels right. It's just a natural style. Right. right. I mean, probably like what, whatever's coming through in this conversation now, because I don't, I'm just talking to you at this point. Yeah, you definitely have a style. <laughs> hey, if I get on 65, will you know how to get back to work? Yeah. I'm if we get lost, brother... I'm I'm happy. Let's do it. I'll I'll try to get you back. We we need to get on Demonrian at some point. Demon Room Street. Yeah. Um, so do I think that? Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it's also weird because <clears throat> I don't know how your people, as you call it, like kind of view you. I think that there's this weird abstract idea of Jake to people that know me, and so I, I think there's a weird abstract idea of Jake to people that don't know. I'm, I'm interested in to hear what that is because I have no conception and I've, we can talk about it some other time because I've never um, I get that impression but I don't know what it is because I'm not like consciously trying to do it it's just the amount of thought that I give to what anybody else thinks about me is very very small so and I don't mean to be rude about it or anything it's just like people's opinions just generally don't enter my mind don't you think that's kind of a that's kind of a superpower that is a hell of a trait to have naturally because that's something that I think a lot of people will either say that they have and it's more of the opposite yeah. or they 
you know, people have to work to get there. You know, people meditate to get to the point. Yeah. They can kind of protect themselves from the the outside opinions and, yeah, I mean, and judgments and things like that. Right now, we're just witnessing, like, the culmination of decades of work on my part. <clears throat> the amount of, like, introspection and... Uh, because what we're actually talking about, I think, is getting rid of insecurities. I mean, if I had to boil it down to one pithy sentence. So when you, Ralph Waldo Emerson has a great quote that says it's something along the lines of, it's easy to be yourself in solitude. It's difficult to be yourself in a crowd. Basically, the wise person is the one that can be their person that they are in solitude in the crowd. And I, I butchered it, but that's the gist of it. Is and that a direct quote? <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we should have done our research, goddammit. <laughs> if but we had somebody in this studio, that's what we studio, need, like, a studio of a car to, like, check shit for us, you know how they do on, like, the Joe Rogan experience? They have Jamie to check shit. If only I had somebody in the car that wasn't doing something. Well, I'm not doing anything. I know. Oh, shit. I was that was over my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my humor can be a little deadpan. No, that's beautiful. I love it. It went right over my head. <laughs> It's another sweet moment from Jake, everyone. <laughs> he called me beautiful. You are beautiful. He called You're me. a beautiful man. Thank you. All right, here it is. It is easy in the world to live after the world's opinion. It is easy in solitude to live after our own. But the great man is he who in the midst of the crowd keeps with perfect sweetness the independence of sw- solitude. That was amazing. So let's unpack that a bit, though. What we're talking about, we're not insecure when we're by ourselves generally. We're just chilling, right? Like, right. I want to I sit and watch Netflix or something. You got a green light, brother. Thank you, brother. Uh, I want to sit and watch Netflix. I want to read this book. I want to, you know, other people aren't even, I mean, you know, sure, we might have, like, some shit going on in our mind, like, oh, my God, I can't believe she said that to me or he said that to me or whatever. But, oh, I know where we're going. Do you know where we're going right now? I go on this road all the time. I think, but I'll still get us lost. Do you have a bad sense of direction? My sense of direction is absolutely horrible. It is an embarrassment. You're not allowed to think like that anymore, Freddie. It's okay that you're bad with directions. Yeah, you're, no, you're, you're right. You're buying into the to the patriarchy at this point. My you're friend. right. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> so this feel good. Put to... your, take a turn and get back on Harding. Uh, you can do it on Lynn Lane right here. This is not a street. Oh, no, shit. Keep going. Sorry. Another surprise. I love it, though, man. It, it gives us a little something to crunch on. Oh, I know. Do you know what you were talking about before I interrupted you? Yeah, I was talking about uh, basically insecurity and solitude and the crowd. And oh, Instagram. Instagram. No, I, I know that's not what you were talking about, but <laughs> I, I think Instagram is such a trap. <laughs> look, at, look where I went. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like I find Special delivery from Freddie and Jake. He's at the garage of some <laughs> business or something. Somebody's the loading house. dock. <laughs> and now you can't get out of here. We're trapped. <laughs> I can do it. I could do it. Oh shit. Here, here, we, here we go. Here we go. You need we... to be a little semi-distracted while you're doing this. I think that'll get you in a flow state. Instagram. Um Instagram feeds off of insecurity. People People want their Instagram to look a certain way. They want to frame their life a certain way. And they do it by posting the right picture with the right filter and the right caption. The, the problem is this, that somebody will take 20 minutes to do that because if 
they post a picture of themselves doing anything and it's not with the right caption or it doesn't look as cool as they as they want it to be, they feel that people won't care about that moment in their lives as much as they do. You know, and what the sad part is, is they're obviously not caring about the moment while they're taking it. Yeah, I'm guilty of it. I know you're not because you're a purist. <laughs> but uh, I am. Uh, you're, I, ma- you're making me feel like metaphysically snobby now, which I guess I am. Yeah, just... I'm, am I going back on Hardy? Yeah, yeah, go back on I'm going to cut out all of the moments that I'm asking you for directions because this shit is sad. It's vulnerability, man. Leave it in. People love that shit. Not this shit. Not this shit. They're like, wow, Freddie's stock just went down <laughs> like in 50 points. Direction, the directionless man. I want people to, to know that I do shit. You know, like... You know, we talked about this before. How was your weekend? My weekend was great. Really? Because it looks boring. Yeah. Like, your life looks boring. But, you know, I post stuff, and I'm like, I want people to know that I have a beautiful family, and I want people to know that I have an interesting life. And I don't want people to think that I'm so out of the norm or out of the loop that I'm not relatable. But the truth is... I should really just be posting pictures so I can have that shit one day. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to get to. Like, I like posting things to a story so I could download that story in, like, a slideshow video kind of format. I don't even know what that means, but I'll take it. I, I take it that's an Instagram feature. How old are you? Do you not know? <laughs> do you not know how social media works? <laughs> I don't so, have Instagram. Debbie does Dallas over here. <laughs> No, motherfucker, I had Instagram. I got rid of it before this, whatever this feature is. Oh, I, think, I think we need to create a, a Road Rats Instagram. All right, cool. For uh... <laughs> We can put all my duck face selfies on. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> They're like, oh, cool, Road Rats. There's like extra, extra content. You know, it's just Jake taking... That's funny. <laughs> well, hold on. I want to say one thing about what... Uh, here, I'll, I'll tell you where to go. Just keep going now. Um... So if you take a right up here, uh, past all this, um, it's going to be a first right at a big intersection. That's going to be Franklin Pike, which is going to turn into 8th Avenue. Damn, huh? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's the funny thing I noticed. And, and I used to be extraordinarily insecure, I think. Um, the ugly duckling and, like, the nerdy, like, weird, like, kind of the outcast in a way, like, all through high school and, and stuff like that. And then when I got to college, I just went, like, buck wild and, and was crazy and um, have a lot of interesting stories from that time. But I think that I, I have, over those years, got over my insecurities from, like, not being not feeling validated by the world when I was younger and so when I was younger like I would cater to people like if if I liked a girl I would go up to her and do everything for her right and I would I would cater to her and tell her nice things and write her sweet letters and do all this and you know you're met with rejection same thing with the people like I wanted the cool people to like me I wanted um all of that kind of stuff I wanted uh to be the popular person I wanted to be this and the, uh, the more I wanted it the less it happened and people just people just kind of picked it apart and people are really good at reading through that shit and I found that I, f- I found that to be really true I, I will say that I find that there are a select group of people that have had the gift of 
charm and popularity and looks from the very beginning. Yeah. So as they get older, they're used to it. And in turn, they can, they're so good at it that they can want it and it could be com- like completely fake. You know, like their their whole persona could be yeah. fake and, and it's a one, one big facade and they can have all of these insecurities, but they're so good at being the popular person because they've had practice yeah. their, their entire life. But, yeah. Right, but, but, then, but then these are the kinds of people that really hurt personally on the inside because they're still so hung up on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, don't yeah, get yeah. past it. Definitely. Whereas Definitely. somebody who kind of has to, who learns that being yourself actually starts to draw more people to you. Yeah. That you start to find your tribe. Yeah. And maybe your tribe doesn't necessarily mean that you have to fit in with your immediate team members or yep. immediate family members or people that you think should have been your tribe. Absolutely. But instead, like you start to find it naturally. And that is a beautiful thing. Uh, That's it. And, and, yeah, no, totally. It took me a long time to realize that I used to think like when I didn't vibe with someone, if you will, like like have chemistry with them, uh, I'd be like, no, I hate them, you know. Or if they didn't like me and didn't, you know, treat me the way that I felt like I deserved to be treated, then I, I like automatically went towards this like resentment spectrum. And I think that uh, as I got older, I started to realize that no, I just we don't have to all like each other. Like, no, you don't. We don't have to like each other, and we don't always have to agree. Oh, I love you, resistance, you, right? Uh, yeah. Nobody like, believes the shit that I like, spout. Unfortunately, I agree with you right now, but it would be so much more interesting. <laughs> if, I don't know. But You're fucking wrong. Insecurities are great, Jake. Yeah. Jake, do you want to put that banana peel in? No, I kind of like carrying the banana in, in my the, lap. It's like a black porn bag. How do we fix the situation after all this talk about insecurity and wanting people to like us? I'm over here like, oh no, what are they going to think about me? I'm going to leave you with two words, my friend. Fuck them. Fuck them. I knew it. <laughs> I don't even need to be on here. You can I feel speak like, for me. I feel like we've been friends f- for ages. Yeah, fuck them. I mean, no, I love y'all, no. but fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you can love somebody and tell them to fuck off at the same time. Like, <clears throat> you didn't even wave, motherfucker. Oh, of course he's is not that Will? Yeah, with the of course big, he's not going to wave. Truck, like. I you know what's worse? You know what's worse than a yeah. than yeah, yeah, look at me. Yeah, yeah, well, don't, don't start. <laughs> what's worse is when they have balls hanging from there. <laughs> it's like shit, man. Do you real? Did you need to buy a pair of balls? <laughs> Going back to the to the issue at hand. All right. So people have been telling Bill and I for years that we should start a podcast and that. Um, they would listen to it <laughs> like, And it's not like This was all Like all people Sitting at one table Saying uh, We should start You guys should start a podcast This was separate events At least five or six of them um, Where people just came up with On their own This idea And I love Bill I think that He would get me in trouble In a podcast Because it, our, our like moral And political views Are uh, diametrically opposed So I was always a little Worried Which is about why that He's a he's a perfect guest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a little more context. People were people were calling me the homewrecker and the <laughs> and the other woman. Um, now, in my 
in my defense, I didn't know that. Oh, no, I you had know, no idea. I didn't know that you had a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, you had no I, idea. I, didn't I was know taken. That, exactly, because right. uh, yeah. well, that was on you. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, no, I'm saying like that was that's my B. You know, I just all I did was hey, let's go for a ride and turned on uh, turned on the recorder. The million subscriber. Yeah. Changing people's lives. So yes. just a quick shout out to Bill. <laughs> Such a good guy. And um, I think I, I think that should be our next episode. Are you ready for it? Yeah, because I'll have the mics, which means that we don't have to really fuck with any equipment. Um, I will. I'll pre AC the car. <laughs> you have to roll out the red carpet for the swag god. Roll it out, <laughs> and then he's gonna be like, uh, "Oh, for fuck's sake, do I have to walk to his car?" <laughs> he's, he's a beautiful man, both literally and figuratively, and I would absolutely love to have him as next guest. And I think that, at the very least, will drum up a lot of fucking listeners that we know. Why? Because Bill has a lot of friends. We all do You know I went to a party foul And I wasn't impressed Yeah I just I don't I don't hear the same type of It's that white chicken shit man Yeah fuck that shit Thigh Give me that thigh Yeah Like like, (laughs) In every aspect of life Give me that neck (laughs) (laughs) Um, Will you look at this Perfect we, We got lost like six times and we still made it back in time. God's plan. Yeah, because God likes waivers. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, just this, this happens every single episode. It's like this cosmic, like, whirlwind that, that lets everything go well. How did that come out? Do you feel like that was smooth? Not that at sentence? all. I thought that was horrible. <laughs> but I'm going to go with it. <laughs> I'm going to keep it in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you fuck know it. what the you... goal is? The goal is by episode 10 to not cut anything. Ah, interesting. To just kind of clean up the audio so then, you know, the the road sounds aren't so loud because... I don't know if, I mean, even like On Being with Krista Tippett or whatever. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It's kind of an interesting podcast. I didn't know that that was the name of a podcast and I thought you were just speaking nonsense. No, no. But she like publishes the the edited version and then like the unedited version. Oh, really? Edited version. She does both? Yeah, yeah. Like she posts both? Yeah, like, like the regular version's like an hour long uh and then you can get the, the i swear i'm a better driver than this god damn. no i would be i would not even be able to do this to be honest with you like backing into this like small ass parking space you can just act like this is a parking space and somebody did that yeah i'm sure because they didn't want to deal with what you're doing right now somebody look my parking space is still oh, here oh shit dude this is it's because like, we waved and god loves waivers so you're saying that we should post the unedited version, the unadulterated version, and the Hell clean version? No. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying <laughs> you should keep editing. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I hope I hope you guys enjoy the ride with us. It's always a pleasure, Jake. I guess uh, I'll see you. Love you. Love you too.